and welcome to Wildfire. I am Melanie, your host, boldly sharing my heart through my voice with you. May you find introspections from my words to help you on your journey of self-discovery and speaking your own truth, so that we as a collective may benefit from you, the individual. Episode 4. When I became a mom to two, and my friends started becoming moms as well, we do what most new moms do, and share our stories. There was still something lacking in this camaraderie. There was still a discussion I was missing. I didn't know what it was until I heard something that finally spoke to how I was feeling about the transition from who I was to who I am now, a mother. A friend in Hawaii had become a mother while I was living on the adjacent property. Before her birth, she posted a video on her YouTube channel called Maiden to Mother. And it was then that something finally clicked for me. Her openness towards honoring who she was before baby came to who she will be afterwards helped show me I wasn't giving myself enough credit and grace for the transition I went through. And I wasn't honoring giving myself the time to grieve for the maiden years of my life. A lot of us don't. We feel the pressures to get back to it, to show the world that giving birth is something that we are meant to do, so there shouldn't be a too long of a time spent healing. We feel like we should just be excited to just flow into this completely new role as a mother with gratitude. And yes, this is true, for there is no other option, and it is very exciting, but there is so much more to it. When the midwife with Kingston told me to be on bed rest for three days, and I shared this, some women told me they were up vacuuming the second day. I cringed. Even if your body feels good right away, that doesn't mean you should be getting back at it. Giving yourselves the space and time and acknowledgement of this big shift is a huge healing milestone. And I get that if you have more kids to care for than just your newborn or a job to run, it becomes a lot harder to have downtime. But you have nine months to prep for this, and this time spent for you to allow your body and mind to catch up is vital. It could be a great way to show your kids just how impactful birth and new family dynamics are. I can see now that living in the present moment, paying attention to all the days, will help us when transition inevitably comes. Just a few weeks after she posted that video, I heard her giving birth in the jungle on the Hamakua coast. The power that comes with the island, and then on that day, as I was an uninvited guest to the primal surges of labor, is something that resides in my core. What a blessing to have not been the one going through it that day. It had been me, not too far down the hill, 11 months prior. I reveled in the fact that it wasn't me, but when I heard her, I stopped in my tracks. A vortex took over time and space then. I don't remember what I was doing or what needed to be done. I don't know how much time went by. But I honored these moments and looked to the sky and center all of my love, strength, and admiration. I was a witness to my brother and sister being born. One came when I was nine, and the other came when I was 17. I was young, but looking back, I don't think I heard a woman who was in her power. Please don't get me wrong, birth, no matter what, is incredibly beautiful hard and difficult are such sissy words for birth 
But when I heard this friend in her own power, in the outdoors, with primal instincts, I finally could recognize that earth, water, wind, and fire are all here to assist us in bringing life to this realm. When the volcano erupted south of the property we were staying on in 2018, Pele, the goddess of volcanoes and fire, had no boundaries other than the geography that already existed. And even then, she changed the landscape. She changed the weather. She changed the shape of the island. She changed lives. She didn't ask permission, and she offered no apologies. When the earthquake that caused the fissure to to open rocked the island, another friend went into labor. She said there were a high number of births that day. The birthing ward at the hospital was full. That's power. A woman I was following on Instagram was pregnant and living in the area when the lava took its destructive course. Many people, including her, had to leave the island in order to even survive. She lost her business, and she gave birth on the mainland. Through her social media, I could hear the heartbreak she had in that situation. Yes, she lost a lot, but she was more heartbroken that she couldn't bring her baby into this world on that incredible island. I would have grieved, too. She has since moved back to Big Island and is raising her daughter with her husband in the jungle. When I saw she was back, I was so impressed with her determination to get to the land she treasured. On her daughter's first birthday, I served her plant-based fruit pancakes with a candle. I say all of this because this week I have been thinking of a friend of mine who is right in the beginning of transitioning into single motherhood. I'm thinking of how often our lives change. I'm thinking of how hard it is sometimes for that change to happen. Unfortunately, like many, this next phase for her is not going to be easy to step into. But she's been on my mind as I look back over the last 10 months of my own transition. I think the one regret I might have is how hard I held on to what it should have been, how our family should have stayed together, how he should have showed up for me, how I should have been able to communicate effectively. I held on for years to my ideology of what I wanted my family to be like. And when things ran its course, it was extremely difficult for me to let go. This probably stems from somewhere in my childhood. This clinging to security at all costs. Growing up Christian, it was instilled in me to stay the course in marriage. Almost at the end goal is a lifelong marriage and becoming a mother. I was told it was hard, but I was also told that this is a promise you make to God and each other and you stick to it. I'm sure I just didn't absorb the realities of what happens when this doesn't pan out, so I might have come up with my own kind of predictions on the hell it'll bring if you can't follow through with something like that. I am loyal. And that quality will be beneficial in the right circumstances. But this time, I think I held on too tight to something that just wasn't going to work out. The phone call with my best friend of 14 years changed my thought process. She has seen me and accepted me and supported me all the years. 
So when she was honest enough to say, Mal, you are loyal to a fault, my friend. I knew she was right. The funny thing now is that we were never married. He never openly made the promise to me. He didn't grow up with those Christian views. He was so casual about dating for so long. I did not see the clues. And I fell hard. I don't regret it. I am just going over what might have led to this grip I had on our relationship. Where is the line in working hard to see things through and letting go of things that don't serve you? Maybe postpartum stems from this holding on to who we were. With each baby, the ways we knew knew dies and we are reborn into a new role. Maybe our brains and hearts aren't caught up yet with what our bodies just gave us. Maybe if we live in the present more, we'd be capable of walking away with grace. I want to say something to my friend who is scared, hurting, and unsure. I want to say something to anyone who is needing to walk away from the family dynamics they know now. I want to say something to the new mom who has no idea what is going on. I want to say something to anyone who has yet to walk into their own power because of transition. I see you. I feel you. I know what this is. I know the floor we are familiar with when we crumble night after night. I know the aged, tired, and sad face we see in the mirror not knowing who this person is. I know the monster that comes through our voice as we feel like a toddler demanding to be heard and seen. I know the guilt. I know the embarrassing amount of hours we spend explaining to our friends why we haven't left yet. I know the dark closets we keep our secrets from our families in. I know the blank, unknown future. I know the black hole we sink into thinking of all the ways we are undeserving of even our own children. I know the cold sheets of sleeping by ourselves. I know the gut-wrenching and maybe literal puking of imagining him loving someone else, even if you're the one who chose to leave. I know the idea of anyone in the future willing to accept all your baggage being a joke. I know hearing on the other side of the phone someone telling you, I told you so. I know the humility it takes to stand at the food bank because you're all of a sudden living on one income with mouths to feed. I know the weird feeling of standing up for yourself to someone you gave your heart to for so long. Sister, you have your own unique story of how this transition is going. But I know this, and so many of us know this. And right now, when it is dark, you need to reach out to those who will be there for you, not cut you down. You need to protect your heart. You need to come out of the basement. You really need to put your crutches down. You need to still wake up every damn day, put your makeup and best jeans on, and take your kids to school. You need to show up for them. But really, the only way to really make the transition and switch roles like you've done so many times is to show up for yourself. And mama, that might be getting your nails done on your last dime and taking your lonely ass to a movie. Go do it. 
but it's so much harder and deeper and darker and long-term than that. And that is something we don't always hear. But listen to me when I ask you, do you want an amazing life? Do you want that dream home? That relationship you know you deserve? Do you want a fucking baller future? Those are big goals. Those are big dreams. That's some damn green grass. Guess what? You have to work harder and dig deeper than you've ever done before. Do you want to know why those women who give natural births, home births, unassisted births, are capable of doing it? I'm going to be real, and it might be hard to hear. Please try not to take offense. Like I said, birth, no matter what, is so incredible, and every mother deserves to be worshipped no matter how her babies come into this world. But they aren't any different than you. They aren't built differently. They aren't naturally inclined to enjoy pain. They aren't some strange otherworldly mother goddess. They are just like you. Here it is. They worked fucking hard to wrap their brains around the fact that giving birth like that mattered that much to them. They want the hard stuff for their own reasons. They went deeper into themselves before the due date arrived in order to tackle any demons that could arise. They did the work. They worked on their bodies, making sure they were strong and healthy, at the same time soft and accepting. I was going to say, it doesn't come naturally to think this way, but it does come naturally. When you do the inner work, when you focus on yourself, your thoughts, your triggers, your heart, your wants and desires on a primal level with something so important to you in mind, you just might have the results you wanted all along. And sometimes, girl, sometimes you might be doing this alone. I am not an advocate for families splitting up. It doesn't feel right because it isn't right. There's trauma in every child of a split family for a reason. Well, lots of reasons. But blah, blah, blah. I could go on and on with my theory of why split families are are at such a high rate these days. But if you can stay together and work things out in a healthy way, honoring one another's individuality while being a team, please put out some masterclasses because some of us need to hear the ways. I am an advocate for living in our own authenticity, for being able to be free to be you, for being respected, heard, and loved. I am on your side in choosing you so you can be the badass babe and mama and partner you already know you are. She's in there. I totally get that she is way deep down in the darkness of your being right now, but she is in there. Only you can bring her back out. Only you can tell her to wake up and do something about it. You have to make the choice to honor who she is to heal her wounds, to nurture her in ways only you know. Before I was a mother, and I blame going to a tiny school and growing up sheltered for this, good or bad, I wasn't exposed to drugs of any kind. I was 21 when I smoked ganja for the first time, and that's it. Most people would say becoming a mom makes them not want to participate in drugs. I get that, especially if you're inclined to go overboard. 
but I do hope you stay away from man-made shit because that does no one any good. But once I was a mom, I said yes to plant medicine. On one of my journeys, in the months leading up to me realizing I needed to change my life drastically, the medicine gave me the most amazing gift I've ever had, aside from birthing my babies, which, by the way, if you've never done this work, it is so similar to birth. This plant is female, so I will refer to her as such. She wrapped the cells of my body and and forced me to humble myself. She stripped everything from me, my thoughts, my desires, my intentions, my worries, my future, and my past. As the maestros played their mind-blowing music, I melted into the floor. I was lulled by their songs. She told me, here you are, Melanie, just you, as a baby, you are innocent, you have no reason for mistrust. You are safe. You are loved. You are loved now more than even when you were a newborn. Please, enjoy these moments of uninhibited joy. And I giggled and smiled for nine hours. I felt the love. I felt my love. Because I am human, I also felt the sadness of all of this. I felt the hurting of those with me. I felt the things taken from all of us. I felt the betrayal we all have been victim to. I felt the sadness for those who might never experience this. But I felt it quickly, gave it love and forgiveness, and even more so, acceptance. And then I blissed the fuck out. Coming out of that, and to this day, I get to go back to that place in my mind. I know what it feels like to have unconditional love for myself from Mama Earth, where I am from. I know what the universe is capable of when it works with the purity of Earth. I know what accepting the horrendous things of humanity while being shown love can feel like. And you guys, guess what? They are right. Love wins. So to my mama friend who is hurting and confused and feels small, to anyone who is familiar with this kind of phase of life, you will make it, you will transition, you will come out a different version of you. If you do the real work, you will come out a better version of you. But you need to go there. You need to do the work. It's not called that because you get to sit back and let things come to you. It's not just meditating, yoga, juicing veggies, forgiving, and birthing naturally. You need to get up now, sign up for whatever help you think you need. Sometimes that especially means things that you are frightened of. It's taking time away from your kids, your work, scrolling social media, laundry, whatever, to go do this now. Make it as high a priority on your list as eating. Say yes to taking care of yourself. Because if you care for yourself, and get back to who you are, then your children, your partner, or even your ex, your friends and family, and everyone you interact with will be blessed by knowing this new, stronger, braver, more accepting you.
If you guys like my podcast and would like to hear more, please subscribe. Maybe leave a few of your own words in the comments and share with a friend. Thank you and see you next week. Hey, if you guys want to connect with me on social media, I have a couple pages I manage. My personal one is melbug2, the number two. If you're interested in plant-based food and the ways I balance and keep up with being in the kitchen or when we go out to eat, come follow me at an herbal perspective, three words, plus you get to see a bunch of pics of my cute kids. And of course, follow my page, Wildfire Podcast, for updates and discussions. See you over there.